0: Hello, this is A.R. Bernard, and welcome to my podcast. My objective, it's simple, to create a platform where you can be educated, informed, and inspired as you navigate the intersection of faith and culture. If you have no faith, maybe you'll find it here. So thanks for tuning in. Good morning, Minister Misha and Minister Aaron and everyone that has been involved in this incredible achievement, 200 Days of Prayer. And this morning, the first day of the new year, we are spiritually charged. And I think it's so appropriate because uh, things that I I, I can share here, I couldn't share last night in a public forum in the service because out there, you know, tuning in, we have people at different levels of understanding uh, and, and spirituality. Um, and you know, I, I had to be careful. So I was able to simply run through a few things in terms of the kind of warfare that we are in and to hear the numbers when I was, uh, putting in the code, you have 1,080 something people, uh, online is absolutely amazing and encouraging to me. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Minister Beverly, all of those who have been involved in uh, just allowing for this phenomenal, phenomenal achievement of the 200th day of prayer. Uh, And I pray that this is something that we will rethink in terms of our prayer ministry. I'll be talking with the ministers involved on how we can creatively engage and empower even more people uh, in prayer not only locally, but nationally and globally. So, again, thank you, thank you. Uh, there are those who say that finances are the is the sinew of the church, uh, what makes the church work and function well. That is true in the natural, but in the spiritual, it is the prayer ministry of that church that makes the difference. So thank you for your labor of love, getting up This early in the morning on a consistent basis, it is indeed a labor of love, your love for God, your love for the ministry, your love for Pastor Karen and I, and the work that we've been called to. And this is a time, we're in a season where there is increased activity, spiritual activity, uh, in our world. We are seeing it manifested on many, many levels, and the thing about it is that most people are spiritually blinded to it. Last night, I talked about Satan as the deceiver of nations, and boy, are we seeing national upheaval, not just in our nation, but in nations around the world. People are trying to figure out what's going on. I think of the words in the gospel of Luke chapter 21 where men's hearts are failing them for fear of the things that they see coming on the earth. And it is so true. We are in spaces. We never imagined we would be in as a humanity and the fear and trepidation that rules is incredible. However, Those who understand the nature of God, as I said last night, those who understand the plans and purposes of God can take heart, be filled with faith, and just excitement because they know that ultimately God is in control, and ultimately there is a jurisdiction in the earth that Satan has no authority over, and that is the church of Jesus Christ, the universal church of Jesus Christ, the body of Christ, made up of every believer such as you and I. And we have been uh, challenged with the mandate to invade the darkness and bring God's love and light. And I think that where, where, where sin abounds and fear and confusion and uncertainty abound, God's grace abounds even more the love, the life, and light of God abounds even more. So I cannot tell you how spiritually charged I am. I can express this excitement to you because you understand. But I am so spiritually charged. Uh, We are reaching more people uh, through our Internet campus. And, of course, in this on-demand society, uh, people want to be able to gain access to spiritual content whenever and wherever they want and we're providing that understanding the direction that society is going in but again satan is the deceiver of nations and a nation as i said last night i just want to reiterate some of the things that i said last night but in a in a with greater freedom Because those of you that are on this kind of a prayer call understand the depth and level of things that I'm talking about because a a nation is 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 a politically organized community of people you know it's got social systems it's got structures and institutions it's got traditions and values uh, technology It, it has a shared history all of the symbolism that we see in, in terms of our flag the national anthem all of those things make for community they make for nation but when it is driven by a, a sense of pride and nationalism that begins to elevate notions of superiority whether it's superiority of one grouping of people over another grouping of people within that nation or whether it's the superiority of this nation Over all nations, we move from the dominion mandate to the mandate of domination, and we begin to think, uh, and it's very seductive, we begin to think that our freedom depends on the domination of others, and God never intended it to be that way. As I said last night, deception, he's a deceiver of the nations so deception creates confusion between what is true and what is false. And that's why Jesus made the church the pillar and ground of the truth, because there would need to be a clear distinction in society of what is truth and what is lies. Confusion changes, like I said last night, the rules of, the, of human interaction. We interact differently when there is confusion, uncertainty, when there is it's fear, you know, and, and, and we are at war in ways that I never imagined we would be engaging. And yet we could feel the authority. We could feel the unity that's swelling up in the body of Christ. I've been having conversations with other pastors and leaders, and they're on the same page. The Holy Spirit is inspiring us in similar directions. So you know that that is something that God is stirring, that God is Doing, I talked about the three most striking characteristics of the powers, and the fact that these these spiritualities, these spiritual beings that are at play, uh, and Ephesians six twelve is not about good angels, not about those that are in alignment with Yahweh. It's talking about those who are in rebellion, those who have gone rogue and have experienced deification by by human beings who who don't know any better because they've been blinded by the god of this world and when people are blinded they will act in ways that testify to that blindness but the defeat of these beings is when we strip them of their armor and what is their armor their armor is our spiritual blindness their armor is our spiritual ignorance and when i say our i'm talking about all of humanity and in many cases even the church even the people of god because the scripture says clearly in in in, in first timothy four one that some shall depart from the faith which means that not that they necessarily apostate abandon yahweh but they've allowed themselves to be seduced doctrines Uh, teachings, rationalizations, seduction away from devotion to Yahweh and devotion, turning to devotion of other things that are actually taking the place of Yahweh in their life and they're not realizing it. You know, they become inspired through political ideologies, social ideologies and they begin to move away from the kingdom of God, which is a kingdom of love and justice. So we need clarity today, spiritual clarity, biblical clarity. It is amazing. Pastor Jamal talked about how we've turned many of our churches, and I'm careful here in my criticism, into you know places of, of yes, celebration and, and, and instrumentation and, 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 and singing and rejoicing, uh, et cetera. Uh, but those are the things that, Prepare our hearts for the most important, and that is the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of God. Because it is only when we know our God, when we know his nature, his character, we can distinguish him then from what is false jesus says i am the good shepherd the thief comes to steal kill and destroy i am come that you might have life and that you might have it more abundantly so we're talking about god coming in human form and reflecting himself through jesus but also distinguishing himself from the god of this world and the forces of darkness that are at work I didn't want to get into this last night, but I will touch on it here when the Apostle Paul talked early on in the early part of the growth and development of the church, the very first century. He sends a letter to the church at Galatia, and he uses this language. He says, who has bewitched you that you should no longer obey the truth, obey the revelation that has come through Christ? They turn to other doctrines to try to secure themselves in a relationship with God in ways that God never determined, and that word bewitched means to influence as though they had a spell cast over them and it simply means to be charmed into a belief or a course of action that is not only inadvisable but in many ways diametrically opposed to the revelation of Yahweh through His Word. So we've got spiritual blindness to contend with not only with unbelievers but even with believers And the Word of God is what he sent to heal and to deliver from destruction. The Word of God and our clear understanding of that Word is critical. So I think that very much, and I don't think it, I I believe it deeply in my heart, that we're going to see a need for discipleship more than ever before, fashioning and forming Christ in believers so that they are equipped to deal with with the spiritual climate that is ahead of us. So I just encourage you to stay strong in prayer. Stay strong in invading the territories of darkness, bringing light to it, bringing love to it, bringing life life to it. Stay strong in your understanding of the nature of our God understanding his plans and his purposes as revealed in sacred scripture i pray that the spirit of wisdom and revelation will be upon you in the knowledge of god and that his true nature and his plans and purposes will be revealed to you at greater levels greater depth than you ever imagined thank you for your ministry of prayer for ccc thank you for your ministry of prayer for our leadership for our programming for pastor jamal as he takes on the mantle of leadership in operations and programming thank you for your prayers for me as i continue the expansion of ccc in ways that we are yet to announce thank you for your prayers for pastor karen and i and my family which has been under attack and i can't share it in detail but know that my 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 grandchildren as well as my children become open to the influence of the enemy, all right, to try to dismantle what we're doing here. Remember, smite the shepherd and the sheep scatter. Protect the shepherd. Pray for the shepherd. And any other shepherds that you are familiar with, pray for them nationally and globally because that is what's needed for strong under-shepherds, under the Lord Jesus Christ, to rise up with a word in their mouth and a spirit in their heart that will continue to forge the way for the Church of Jesus Christ, who has the only answer for what's happening in our society. Certainty does lie with us, because we can be certain about God. Uncertain times, but a certainty about God. So thank you, thank you, thank you, and God bless you. I want to pray for you. Father, in the name of Jesus, these are your prayer warriors these are individuals who understand the power of prayer I pray that indeed that spirit of wisdom will take root in them that spirit of discernment will come alive in them that depth of knowledge of the riches that are in Christ will come alive in them that you heighten their spiritual sensitivities, but let it be guided by your word, not emotion, but by your word. I pray a special anointing upon the leadership in prayer. I pray a special anointing upon this church of Jesus Christ, this local, ex- lo- local expression of his presence in the earth. We are there with you, Lord Jesus, As you reign, we reign with you until all of your enemies are brought under your feet. I pray this in your precious name, your mighty name, the name that gives us the authority that we have, the access and privilege that we have. In Jesus' name, I pray, amen and amen. Hallelujah. Thanks for tuning in to the A.R. Bernard podcast. I hope you were enriched by the information and or the conversation. Make sure subscribe by clicking the link in the bio to gain more information about me and the work that I'm doing. Again, thank you and God bless.